Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday the 27th of November or the 14th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Vayishlach, and that means he sent. And the scripture reading from the Torah today will be Genesis or Bereshit, chapter 32, verse 13 through verse 29. However, if you have a Bible similar to the Tree of Life version, which we are reading from, that has the Hebrew verse and chapter counting, you would read Genesis 32, verses 14 through 30 instead. So before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So he stayed overnight there. Then from all that had come into his possession, he took an offering for Esav, his brother, 200 female goats, 20 billy goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 milking camels with their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys. He put them in the hands of his servants, each herd by itself, and he said to his servants, Pass over before me, and put the gap between each of the herds. Then he commanded the first one, saying, When my brother Esav meets you and asks you, saying, To whom do you belong, and where are you going? And to whom do all these where before you belong. Then you are to say to your servant, to Yaakov, it is an offering sent to my Lord, to Esav. And look, he is also behind us. And he also commanded the second one, the third one, and all those who were going behind the flocks, saying, say the same exact thing to Esav when you find him. Then you are to say, look, your servant Yaakov is also behind us. For he thought, let me appease him with the offering that goes ahead of me, and afterward see his face, perhaps he'll lift up my face. 
So the offering passed over ahead of him while he spent that night in the camp. Then he got up that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons and crossed over the ford of the Yabok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and he sent across whatever he had. So Yaakov remained all by himself. Then a man wrestled with him until the break of dawn. When he saw that he had not overcome him, he struck the socket of his hip, so he dislocated the socket of Yaakov's hip when he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the dawn has broken. But he said, I won't let you go unless you bless me. Then he said to him, What is your name? Yaakov, he said. Then he said, Your name will no longer be Yaakov, but rather Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men, and you have overcome. Then Yaakov asked and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, What's this? You are asking my name? Then he blessed him there. That was Genesis 32, 14 through 30. Now we have our portion from the prophets and we'll be reading 1 Samuel chapter 3. Now the boy Shmuel was in the service of the Lord under Eli. In those days the word of the Lord was rare. There were no visions breaking through. One day Eli was laying down in his place. Now his eyes had grown dim so that he could not see, and the lamp of God had not yet gone out. Shmuel was lying down in the Lord's temple where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Shmuel. So he answered, Here I am. Then he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he replied, I didn't call. Go back to sleep. So he went back and lay down. Then the Lord called Shmuel yet again. So Shmuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he answered, I didn't call my son, go back to sleep. Now Shmuel had not experienced the Lord yet, since the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Shmuel again for the third time. So he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli said to Shmuel, Go back to sleep, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Shmuel went back and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood and called, as at the other times, Shmuel, Shmuel. Then Shmuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Shmuel, Behold, I am about to do something in Israel, at which both ears of everyone that hears it will tingle. In that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I am about to judge his house forever for the iniquity that he knew about, 
because his sons brought a curse on themselves, yet he did not rebuke them. Therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Then Shmuel lay down until the morning when he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. But Shmuel was afraid to tell Eli about the vision. Then Eli called Shmuel and said, Shmuel, my son, here I am, he replied. What is the word that he has spoken to you, he said. Please don't hide it from me. May God do so to you and even more if you hide anything at all from me that he spoke to you. So Shmuel told him everything and hid nothing. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. May he do what is good in his eyes. So Shmuel grew up, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. Then all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Shmuel was entrusted as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord started to appear once more in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Shmuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. That was First Samuel or Shmuel chapter 3. Now our portion from the writings will today be Psalm or Talim 45. For the music director, according to Lilis, of the sons of Korah, a contemplative song, a love song. My heart is stirred with a good word. I speak my verses to the king. My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. You are the most handsome of the sons of men. Grace pours from your lips. Therefore God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and your majesty. In your majesty ride victoriously on behalf of truth, meekness, and justice. Let your right hand display awesome things. Your arrows are sharp. Peoples fall beneath you into the heart of the king's enemies. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And a scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. All your robes have myrrh, aloes, cassia. From ivory palaces, stringed instruments make you glad. King's daughters are among your honored women. At your right hand stands the queen in gold from Ophir. Listen, O daughter, consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house. Then the king will desire your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. A daughter of Tyre comes with a gift. The richest people will court your favor. All glorious is the king's daughter within the palace. Her gown is interwoven with gold. She will be led to the king in embroidered garments. Her virgins, her companions follow her, are coming in to you. They are led in with joy and gladness. They enter into the palace of the king. 
Your sons will take your father's place. You will make them princes throughout the land. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. That was Psalm 45. And now we have our final portion, the apostolic writings, and we will read Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 41. Again Yeshua began to teach by the sea. A large crowd gathered around him, so he got into a boat on the sea and sat down. And the crowd was by the sea on the land. He began teaching them many things by parables, and in his teaching he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to spread some seed. It happened that as he sowed, some fell beside the road, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it didn't have much soil. It sprang up immediately because the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it was scorched, and it be- because it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew and choked it, and it yielded no crop. And others fell into the good soil, and were producing fruit, springing up and increasing. They yielded a crop, producing thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. And he said, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When Yeshua was alone, those around him with the twelve started asking him about the parables. And he told them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those who are outside, everything is in parables, so that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand so that they may not turn back and be forgiven. He said to them, Don't you grasp this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones beside the road where the word is sown. Whenever they hear, Satan comes quickly and takes away the word that has been sown in them. These are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy. And they have no root in themselves, but last only a short while. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among the thorns. They have heard the word, but the worries of the world, the seduction of wealth, And the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And those are the ones sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it, and produce fruit sixty, excuse me, thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. That was Mark four twenty-one through forty-one. Now, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read 1 Corinthians chapter 4 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. It's a privilege to read always for you, Busy Moms and others. 
and I pray that the Lord will bless you today as you go about your day and that he will encourage you and speak to you from what you have heard. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.